As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Twenty-five years ago, I sold my soul to the devil to become a corporate executive. I quit it all to play the blues. My name is Tom the Suit Forced, and this is Chasing the Blues. This is Tom the Suit Forest. Happy Thanksgiving, and welcome back to another episode of Chasing the Blues. We have had some great guests. Lately, we had Fee Waybill. I don't know if you know Fee, but he is from the famous band named The Tubes. Remember The Tubes? Uh, that's a great band, so uh, check them out when you get a chance. Check that out. We also had Mark Farter, who was talking to us Uh, about his glory days with uh, Grand Funk and uh, Felix Cavalieri from the Young Rascals. Um, we have something coming up pretty soon from Samantha Fish, which I think is going to be uh, great for everybody. I think you're really going to enjoy that one. And uh, John Oates uh, from Hall and Oates, he, uh, he talked about his brand new album, and I have heard it, and it is something to listen to, so make sure you do that. Today, we have a very interesting musical guest. Uh, I love his music. He's a great songwriter, singer, guitar player. But it's interesting because they call him Israel's ambassador of the blues. And he has a new album out called Super Groove with some great guests, which we'll be discussing in a few seconds. And his name is Andy Watts. Andy, how are you? Hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? Thanks. Thanks. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. So, Andy, where are you right now? I'm in Exeter, Tel Aviv. I'm in Israel. And um, that's where I am at the moment. Close oh, wow. to the Mediterranean Sea. Okay. Okay. So you can't drive over and say hello to me then, I guess. Uh, not today, but maybe <laughs> if we're talking... <laughs> Uh, maybe after the corona has left us, maybe things will change for the better, you know, maybe oh. we can travel faster. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe me, I've talked to a lot of artists about how this uh, pandemic has affected them. And, uh, you know, there are some uh, bright spots in it, uh, but mainly, you know, is kind of tough. So, so this is really interesting, Andy. I, I'm excited to talk to you about 
your connection to Israel and and what you're doing with blues there. So come on, give us a, a, a good introduction to how you got started and then your connection to Israel. I don't think there's a better place in the world to uh, have a reason to play the blues than the Middle East as a starter. Um, look, the, uh, without a doubt, blues is a global thing. It's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a way of life and it's a state of mind. And um, I was born in Sweden and I immigrated to Israel when I was 20 years old. Wow. And I got hooked on the blues at an early age, listening to uh, American radio stations, tuning into uh, weekly blues shows, and um, that just got me. I was hooked on the blues from an early age, and uh, I still am. And uh, that made me pick up a, a six-string, having a friend of mine show me basic chords. I am uh, self-taught. I, I never study music. I don't read music. Not something I'm proud of. But uh, I probably break a lot of musical rules. But on the other hand, I haven't been put into any kind of box. I, I feel I have, I do whatever makes sense to me. And uh, it's been working okay so far. Well, you know, uh, there's a standard joke out there. The joke is, how do you uh, stop a piano player from playing? And the answer is, take away her music. And they answer, and the guitar, <laughs> and the guitar player. How do you stop a guitar player from playing? Give him music. <laughs> so, you know, well, that, that <laughs> could be because well, the good thing for you is you wouldn't matter anywhere you put it. The charts up or down for me, it would be the same. I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I know how to read, but I'll tell you, uh, very seldom, I, except to communicate with other musicians, that's when it comes in handy. But Obviously, if you know figured chords and you can say, okay, this is a C and then this is a G, um, that's oh, communication. Yeah. I know that. I know that. I know the name of the different uh, <laughs> uh, uh, scales. And everything. <laughs> well, you are, you are quite a player, so I would tell you that um, it is not hindering you, uh, and you have a great sound as well. So uh, what's the blues scene like in Israel? This is really uh, interesting. Well, the blues, the blues... I, I about 15 years ago to uh, widen the audience, and I, I had opportunities to start bringing some world-class acts to as well. I have uh, brought Rest in Peace Lucky Peterson twice to Israel. That was a real blast. Uh, three times I have brought uh, Jolie Walker, who cooperated with me and, uh, and uh, recorded on two my albums. Uh, Rest in Peace, Yona Winter, uh, Bernard Allison, Kenny Neal, obviously, as he's co-producing uh, the new album, Super Right, Group. right. Uh, Rick Astrin, Rick Astrin, obviously, uh, he, he is playing harp. Even if he told me, Andy, listen, use my AKA name, Coasting Hank. Everybody knows this Coasting Hank. <laughs> wow. Rick, Rick is playing harp on these two, uh, on Living Hand Tomorrow, and I don't take my blues away on the album. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I got to tell you, I, I did listen to the album, and I really, really liked it. Um, there are a couple of songs that really stood out on this album uh, to me, and uh, and really, they were all good. Uh, Living Hand to Mouth, I thought, not only is that a great song, but the words are great, and it's definitely something <laughs> that you can apply to today. 
you can relate to that, unfortunately. And uh, something that we didn't know, because that is recorded in December 2018, when Rick was here in Israel, we had a couple of shows and mixing those together. We had such a lot of fun that we decided to record two songs in the in in, on, in the in the studio. But obviously, yeah, there is a total uh, reference to that what's going on in the world today, unfortunately. Yeah, and it's uh, it's going to get wild. It's going to get wild. So uh, uh, the other oh, yeah. song that I loved, uh, man, I'm I'm a fan of slow blues, so slow, sexy blues, and that's uh, "Burning Deep." Uh, great sounding guitar in that, and uh, words are nice, and it's a really nice song to kind of close your eyes to. Oh, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, I wrote I wrote "Burning Deep" with having actually Joe Joe Lee Walker in mind because. I know he's going to complain to me about a tricky turnaround, man. He told me, Andy, but in the end, he loved it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a blues with the, uh, with a intro, which is a bit, uh, as, uh, as a in ish in its, in its, in its vibe. But the blues in itself, it, it's a slow blues. And I was thinking about, things that can go good and bad in relations, and many can maybe relate to the phrase I'm going to tell you, in their private life, in their workplace, or in general, having a bad day, that there are some people in this world that know to bring the best or the worst out in you. Right. And um, that's, <laughs> that's when things can go wrong, you know. And <laughs> that's when, um, when you can say that the eye will tell the lie, but the blues will tell the truth and it's burning deep inside you always yeah and it's a it's a great song uh, joe lewis walker and i have a connection and that is that his not this latest album but i, I think it was the album in 2000 and i'm gonna say 18 maybe uh his producer was grammy winner uh, paul nelson and uh, right. yeah, and Paul uh, is also my producer. And when I was in the studio, Paul said, "Hey, you want to hear some um, some some music uh, from a guy I'm producing right now?" And I said, "Sure." And I listened to um, uh, Walker, and I said, "I mean, he must have his amp on twelve. I mean, it was so aggressive; it just took my breath away." And he's a great player, great guy. Uh, so that's kind of oh, our, yeah. that's kind of our connection, um, and uh, and and I see Paul. He likes it loud. That's why he told me, Andy. You know what? I knew you go. You, you play on ten. Yes, I, I told him all ten. But the old my old friend that tweets, twin, I am goes to twelve. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Spinal Tap all over again. Uh, <laughs> another another uh, song I loved is Pack It Up. Um, it was really funky. Your bass player really did a great job on that song. Thanks for mentioning that. I I always loved Freddie King and his attitude, and they, they took him away way too early. He is a great band leader, and I looked as inspiration of Freddie King, B.B. Uh, mm -hmm. King, uh, Albert Collins. I feel fortunate yeah. having, a, having a nine-piece band in the studio and live I do have a trombone, baritone sax, trumpet, B3 Hammond, bass and drums, two other vocalists with me. 
it's, it's, it's like a wall of sound. I can play what I want, when I want, and how long I want. It's, it's a privilege. Isn't that great? And, you uh, know, uh, people don't realize, um, I, I do, I obviously, I, I tour and, and play a lot, and uh, a lot of times when you're touring, it's tough to take a large group out because, you know, of, of logistics yeah. and, and really money. And so a lot oh, yeah. of times oh, cool. you're, you're out there with guitar, bass, and drums, and it's cool and it's got its thing, but you become a one-arm paper hanger. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's something that I have always learned to compromise. And I learned something over life. If you're married, you have to compromise from the moment you open your eyes till you close them. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> I'm ready to compromise with my wife. I'm ready to compromise with you, Tom. But I'm not ready to compromise with my sound. The sound is me. So when I go out and I do this album, I wanted to, to achieve to each song a big, harmonic, full sound, and the same goes for the live. If I go out and play and I produce this album together with Kenny, I always had in mind whatever I do in this album, I want to be able to recreate it live. That's big wonderful. Sound. That's wonderful. And I... Honestly, I admire you because, uh, you know, when you're playing with a big band, a bigger group, like you say, you, you, you're much more, uh, what's the word, not creative, but um, I, you just, you, you play better because you're not playing all the time. Let's put it that way. Oh, that's a good way to spell it or say because one of my major influences is Peter Green, because for some reason he had it in the system. He knows or knew, unfortunately, rest in peace, the reason right. passed away. Right. But he knew to say a lot by playing less, but less is more. And that is something that you need to get up your self-confidence and do on stage, not to play all the time to every space. Sometimes it's what in between the notes that gives a lot of air and space to, to the whole song, you know? Man, uh, I preach less is more all the time, and a lot of times when you're, you know, jamming with other people, sometimes you just sit there and you think, okay, this is not a competition. This is about how to make the song shine, not you, and that's uh, that's not known by everybody, that's for sure. Let me tell you my favorite song in the album, and then we'll get back to uh, your connection. Um, I'll tell you, my favorite song was Don't Let Me Down. Wow, I'm, I'm happy you say that too, because when you listen to this album, you're saying, do I want to put Andy Watson in the category where I look for him? I, I don't like to be put in the box. That, that's what Jimi Hendrix said. He doesn't yeah. want to be put in the box. Right. Uh, uh, this album is blues, blues rock and psychedelic vibe. That song is actually a cover from an Israeli band called the Church Limb. They were very big in the UK. Oh. And the singer is, the vocalist is uh, Danny Shushan, yeah, on that one. And, and it's, it's a song that is very psychedelic and uh, it's maybe a bit different, but it's still blues because it's still within the genre. So when I, when I planned the, the order of the songs in this album, I was imagining like a live show on an album, you're kicking off the super groove, which is before you hit with the vocals and getting all the band really kicking into gear. 
And I was overthinking how I would like it to be if you're driving in your car alone on the road, how would I like the songs to fall in place? So that's why, obviously, I landed and ended the album with Supernatural, which is my take on on that, uh, Peter Green. That Rest is great. And, and boy, I'll tell you, that, that song, what I loved about your album is just what you said, you know. it's Everything is blues, let's face it. And uh, your album is definitely blues-based, of course. It's got that blues sound. Right. But uh, when, I right. Heard, when I got to that song after listening to a funk tune, I said, okay, I get it. I get you now. You know, it's, it's more about your songwriting and about the songs and the ones, even the ones that you cover. Um, it's all different types of blues, and I really like that. We're going to take a very short break uh, from, and uh, hear something from our sponsor, and we're going to be right back. Hey, blues fans, did you know that Bobby Rush calls the Blues Festival Guide his roadmap to the blues? The Blues Festival Guide magazine is jam-packed with feature stories, art, and photography by blues top aficionados, with half of the magazine dedicated to blues festivals that happen throughout the United States and around the world. The Blues Festival Guide is the ultimate resource for any serious blues fan planning a festival itinerary. For more information, visit with them on the web at www.bluesfestivalguide.com and look for them on Facebook and Instagram at Blues Festival Guide. Now, back to Chasing the Blues podcast. back and we're talking with Andy Watts and we're actually talking with Andy in Israel uh, from Israel I'm uh, <laughs> I'm from Connecticut and I uh, live here right now obviously but uh, Andy is in Israel right now and he's talking to us about blues in Israel so let, let's kind of go back to Israel Andy this is really interesting uh, I, I, I want to know more about what people in Israel think of blues. Is it a big market there? Is it, uh, or just a small group of folks like it? It's not as big in America, obviously, and not as big as Europe, but it is growing. And one of the purposes that I mentioned before was to bring in the big artists to widen, to really put attention to the blues. We do have a decent amount of blues fans in Israel and jazz fans. And um, I'm trying, we have an international, uh, two international jazz festivals in Israel, and I've been trying to speak with organizers to integrate blues into it. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. Uh, with a, with, a, with a, taking a, a look at what they managed to do in New Orleans with Jazz and Heritage. Because I think that's a good way to widen the, the, the audience for both musical genres, and it, it is a win-win situation. Uh, we don't have any uh, big blues festival. We have done it from time to time. Nothing that happens all the time. But um, we do have blues venues. We do have good venues. The question is, of course, how many of them will still be open and survive the current corona crisis? That is, of course, a thing that you don't know at the moment. Well, I, I know you've got... You know, you've got some political unrest. Uh, you definitely have the virus. Um, 
What's happening now there? Is, is it uh, getting worse? Is it getting better? I tell you what, my, my attitude to this was to try to be creative and to do things. My last uh, live show I did on the 11th of March. Since then, uh, you know, going over guitars, playing things, doing other things, and I have managed, basically, to write a whole new album the past uh, six weeks. And on Sunday, I'm stepping into the studio and starting to work and I put the things together. That's the fun part, you know, to start seeing how to do it working on the horn parts, working on this. I will take my time because at the moment we are very busy uh, promoting Supergroup, which so far uh, we received a fantastic reception all around the world. I'm, and I'm very thrilled about that. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the album is worthy of it, that's for sure. Do you see that um, it will open up there as far as festivals? Are there any festivals at least temporarily planned in Israel? We are now in the second wave, as you call it, mm -hmm. and we are in a partial lockdown. No no places of any form of entertainment are open. Everything is closed for the foreseeable future. I believe that the game changer will be the vaccine whenever that will come and whenever it's going to be done on that larger scale. Still, as you can look at the virus, it's democratic because it's affecting everybody in every corner in the world. And again, the only way to get through it is to join forces and to follow whatever restrictions there are to beat it. If anybody guess how long time it will take, but um, we, we don't have any date at the moment when they have announced that they have any intention to open up the nightlife because that's probably the first thing they close and the last thing they're going to open. Yeah. Now, do, does everyone wear masks there at this point? Yes. There is There is a fine. If you don't wear a mask in Israel in the public, you are fined. That's, that's true. Boy, you know, I don't know if you know, but in the U.S., somehow wearing a mask decided, all of a sudden became a political issue rather than a health issue. That's a bit unfortunate because I I have um, I have so many friends that have suffered tremendously being sick in Corona, and it's something I don't wish on anybody because the the, the, the scary thing with Corona is that you might see that two exact identical persons one will not feel it he will be a so-called super spreader spreader the other one will need to be in a hospital and need to have pay um, more uh, less, uh, life support, you know, yeah. with, a, with a breathing machine. And that that's just crazy. It's it's scary and uh, because you can't see it. You know? <laughs> yeah, and it's... It's uh, a silent killer, you know? <laughs> well, uh, the U.S. has a vaccine that's supposedly going to start rolling out in in the spring, which is, which is amazing. But we're doing a terrible job uh, here... Uh, following the rules, you know, there are groups that say, you know, the masks are not democratic and, you know, we're, we're fascists by having masks and other, you know, some people are really giving it to other people could, because a big problem here or everywhere is the fact that you can have I it think I've tried it in a few countries to do herd, herd immunity, but the problem is that so many guys and people will die before you will reach that herd immunity. I, I'm not a doctor, but I'm trying to use my common sense. And 
it has does it affect your way that you're behaving as, a, as your daily life? Yes. I I don't hug people today. I don't I don't shake hands with people today. Yeah. It's not personal, you know. But I I will feel more comfortable to do it when I know that that the the, the coronavirus is is gone most of it anyhow. Well, you know the fun, funny thing for me is um, I had a tour set up in Beijing, China. Uh, in March, <laughs> just as this thing rolled out. So obviously uh, I'm not there. Um, are you planning on uh, a, a tour? I, if you ever go back, to, don't try the bat soup. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been there. <laughs> I, I have been there, and uh, I didn't wear a mask the, the first time I was there, and I was fine until I got home, and then... Uh, I got deathly sick for about a week and a half, uh, not not with the virus, but just breathing uh, Beijing air. So um, where do oh. you where do you play? Do you um, do you play or do you tour outside of Israel? Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, at the moment, I have a lot. I actually had Joe. Joe was uh, planning to come back for the fourth time. We have to postpone that, obviously, because of the. Uh, uh, over the situation. I had also Mr. Sepp on his way to come. I did, many, many artists lined up to come regularly as I play with many international artists. I also had a, a thing planned for Europe, with Germany, Poland. This have this must wait at the moment and we have to see how to come back. Yeah. Again, we talk logistics. I have to look later on when this is opening if I want to travel with a band or if I'm going to use uh, local musicians, sometimes the advantage of having great musicians in the band, as I am, I'm fortunate to have, yeah. I have all the horn section parts written down, so if I would go somewhere and need a horn section, I only have to send the songs, I send the, the, all the charts, and, and we are ready to roll. That's Yeah, that's important. When I was in China, I actually showed up there on my own, and uh, the management company had uh, a, a band from China, and they were all great players, and we rehearsed for a week, and then, then hit the road for three weeks, and uh, it was oh. great. In fact, you probably know this too, feel this too, sometimes the energy of new people with different backgrounds uh, gives something that's amazing. new. That's amazing. Music is a global language. That's just that's, that's how it is. That That's so true. So, um, this is such a great album. I want people to hear it. It's called Super Groove, Andy Watts. It's got some great guests. Uh, Joe Lewis Walker uh, is on there. Eliza Neals is on there. Uh, and a bunch of other great folks. Uh, the album is top-notch. Uh, how do they get uh, their hands on this album? They can go to my website. It's www.andywattsguitarslinger.com. Um, and there is a link there that Wistone and Boga has set up with uh, links to Spotify, Amazon, Breezer or Geezer. I don't remember all these uh, digital. I'm an analog guy, you know. <laughs> all the digital links that that you can receive. You can also order the CD from there. Uh, you, I also have a, a Facebook page on Andy Walsh Guitars here, and my artist page. If yeah. you want to check out some cool videos, and I, just I have so made a video for each song. And so people know it's it's. Watts, W-A-T-T-S. So it's Andy Watts Guitar Slinger. Is that right? That's right. Okay. It's guitarslinger.com, and uh, there is a link uh, where you can click on it, and it 
takes you to, you can listen to the album, you can download the album, you have many different platforms. You yeah, can, you can, I, I saw it, I, I did look around to see where it was, and uh, it's got a real nice placement on Amazon, if anybody's interested in that, and I know a lot of people use Amazon. But it's an album right. worth getting, worth listening to, put those headphones on, sit back, and uh, enjoy this album by Andy. Andy, thank you so much for uh, stopping by. Um, I'm sure you and I will be talking in the future, especially uh, as you release new songs. Uh, you are now in the Chasing the Blues family. So uh, uh, thank you uh, for stopping by today. Thank you so much, Tom, for having me. It's a pleasure and enjoy the music. And I hope all of us will stay safe. The only way we can do it is to beat it and these to join forces together. We will get through this. Wear the damn mask. <laughs> right Thanks. on. Thanks again, Andy. <laughs> Gypsy woman told my mother Just a while before I was born You got a poor child coming He's gonna be a son of a gun. Chasing the Blues is recorded at Factory Underground Studios in Norwalk, Connecticut. You can learn more about Factory Underground at factoryundergroundstudio.com. And connect with me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TomTheSuitForced. You can find my music, tour dates, merch, and more on TomTheSuitForced.com. Thank you for listening. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.